Support for Two Beards, Please is provided by Turnhall Financial Group. In order to better represent their reach to a wider range of communities, Cedarburg Associates has changed its name, but still sees money as a tool, rather than a goal, for serving God, family, and community. Find out more by contacting Turnhall Financial Group at 262-421-5467 or by emailing Turnhall Financial Group, that's T-U-R-N-H-A-L-L, Financial Group at Thrivent.com. Hi, I'm Nate. And I'm Andrew. Welcome to our show, Two Beards, Please. We are two Wisconsin guys with houses full of women. Which sounded better when we were in our 20s. We're both married with two daughters each, and we'll be getting together to talk about life, tell stories, and try to make each other laugh. And hopefully, you too. Hello and welcome to this episode of Two Beards, Please. We are at number 51. We over the hump. (laughs) We it's are all now, downhill from here. We are now in a midlife crisis. <laughs> yeah, it's all downhill from here. So uh, today we've got actually uh, a lot of good stuff. We're recording, I think, pretty much the day before this episode comes out. Yeah, which yeah, has cut it a little close for you, Nate. Yeah. but you know, yeah, whatever. we'll see. We'll see how the editing goes. Um, but we, we just got to make this the perfect episode. <laughs> That requires no editing. <laughs> or minimal, right, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> that ain't going to happen. So we've got a lot of different things <laughs> we're going to talk about. Uh, this episode, we're going to talk about some bar stories uh, called Behind the Bar. So yeah, Andrew and not, I both... not bar stories of us drinking at a bar right? as much as, because <clears throat> there's a lot of those. It would be like a six-month. That'd be month... like a mini-series, yeah. Yeah, six-month mini-series. <laughs> <laughs> so... So we'll get to those stories here in a little bit. But before we get started, uh, I want to talk a little bit about something that I did today that I haven't done in almost a year. Yeah. Again, this is, uh, as I've mentioned on the show before, I've gotten the COVID vaccine. Two weeks ago, I got my second shot. Yeah. Today. So you're fully, you're fully vetted. I'm fully, yeah, fully insulated here. Fully insulated. (laughs) I like that. That's good. And, uh. (laughs) Today, you never know how much you take something for granted and how much you miss something until you live without it for a while and then you go back to it. And for me, that happened with church this morning. We went back in person and it 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 was a powerful, powerful moment for me. I'm not gonna get all evangelical here, but, uh, I'm big just, it was a big deal, man. It's a big it, deal. It was a big deal. I got quite emotional and yeah. it was, it was a huge deal for me. It was, so you guys have been worshiping online yep, for the wa- year, watching them on video. We did yep. some in person when our church did outdoor services last yep. summer. Yep. Uh, yep. but yeah, the, so two things actually. So we did church this morning and then last night we ate out for the first time in a long Whoa. time as well. So nice. uh, our friend and uh, sponsor of the show, AJ O'Brady's, the Russell yep. Restaurant Group, they celebrated their not only their 10-year anniversary, but they're kicking off their St. Paddy's Day celebrations sure. this weekend. It's awesome. Yeah. So we, much the same way, you know, we have basically worshipped online since a year ago. We went, like you, we went to a few outdoor services. Our church has done a pretty good job of like social distancing in the sanctuary so we went to a handful of inside services and kind of sat in the back and everybody was masked and spread out you know we we chose to go to kind of the lower attended service sure but it was still like a high anxiety thing so we don't do it like all the time right yeah that's really exciting news 
I know how much I miss it. The one thing I really miss is playing in praise team. I haven't played Same. it. I haven't played in praise team in well over a year. Same. I I played for one of the outdoor one or two of the outdoor yeah. things last summer. But even that, it was you know it made me nervous Minimal being yeah, yeah yeah. And we only did like two songs, so right. But I'm planning on playing again here soon for Easter for Great. sure. Awesome. Uh, so I'll be up there for the Easter services and uh, nice. very, very excited. Marsha got her first shot last weekend, I think. Yeah. She's got her second one coming up here in the next couple weeks. I actually scheduled my first shot for Thursday. So next week I get my first one. Excellent. So we'll be so three we'll... quarters of the way to being back in studio. <laughs> <laughs> your full half, your Soon. full body and my lower half will be, will be ready, but we'll have to wait. <laughs> For my upper half, so to speak. <laughs> I get my second shot on April 8th. Okay. At least that's when it's scheduled. Cool. So we'll be um, able In to order re- to get the first one, you had to like set a date for your second one. Right. Yeah. So I'm getting them both through Concordia, which they're doing a really cool thing where like they're doing it right on campus for the Concordia community. So it's really great. Conservatively, May is sort of when I'll get to kind of start back in the world. I'm really excited. Yeah, uh, we want to go to church again, play and praise team again, come down to the studio, and do one of these recordings like face to face. Yeah, again. I think um, I think when we're both back in the studio again, I think we do another shirt giveaway. Oh, I thought you were gonna say we take our shirts off. But no, <laughs> I was gonna be like, no, no, I'm never coming back. Uh, <laughs> well, if you want to. No, 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 no. Shirt giveaway sounds great. Um, <laughs> it feels good to kind of see, I don't want to say like a light at the end of the tunnel, because I know, you know, things are still not going to be what they were, right? But right. to be sort of integrated back into some semblance of society, even though yeah, I brag about how much I hate people or joke about how much I love being in my pajamas every day, it's... um starting to get a year is a long time to like you know avoid the world we are made Um, to be social creatures whether it's a little bit or a lot bit we are made to be social creatures and not having that interaction is uh painful and yeah it's been it's been harder than i probably let on or thought it would be for sure so speaking of interactions i've got a couple listener feedback here uh, for us great the first one is it from josh again one one, (laughs) one one of them's from josh great well so as most of you know our friend josh who's been on the show before yeah, uh, is kind of the butt of some of our jokes here a little no, bit. No, no, no. All, and, all in good fun and truth. <laughs> he and I, <laughs> he, he and I, and a few other of our my nerdy friend groups. Uh, oh yes, we we play video games online. I think I oh, mentioned video that. games too. I thought it was just nerd board game. No, sessions. no, 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 no. So, well, I that's think we, exciting. Well, we talked about it in the last episode we did with Mike, where we talked about playing Lord of the Rings online. If, oh, you, right. if you haven't listened to that episode, it was the very last, <laughs> our 50th anniversary episode. Go check that out Not now. Not 50th anniversary, 50th episode. 50th episode. episode Whatever. It's Whatever. an anniversary. I can call it an anniversary <laughs> if I want. Go listen to that right now. We'll wait. Welcome back. Welcome back. All right. So now that well, you've heard the show. I didn't know Lord show, of the Rings was online. I, yeah. I thought it was yeah. just a nerdy board game. No, no. It's an online So you video- don't play any cool video games like Call of Duty or, I or do. any of that online or Fortnite. You play like nerd video games online. I play cool video games. 
Well, right. See, Lord of the I. Rings e. Online is being one of those cool online games. So anyway, <laughs> I was playing actually right before we started recording for a little bit. Right. And then I jumped off to do the recording. And then Josh okay. jumped on just as I was getting off of the game. And he kind of gave us a little hard time saying, oh, great. Yeah, I jump on and everybody jumps off. And yeah, well. um, I said, oh, I got to I gotta record the podcast. And he goes... His response was, freaking podcast, 45 minutes of finding ways to give the Joshes of the world too much shit. Just one, Josh. Just yeah. one. Yeah, <laughs> really. just one. Just you, buddy. I mean, as much as he likes to deflect it onto all the other Joshes Oh, he world, likes it. He it's likes. really just one. Yeah. Other feedback that I've gotten, our friend yes, Jason over Of the non-Josh at... variety. No, this is, this is actually a funny <laughs> feedback. All uh, right. <laughs> Our friend Jason from That's My Spouse Podcast, uh, we've yeah. plugged them before. Uh, yeah. If you haven't had a chance to listen to their show, please do uh, go yeah, check them sure. out. He and I are um, talk regularly, and you're like he, you're like uh, bosom buddies. He's my buddy. He's yeah, and it's it's almost like we were separated at birth. That's how, how uh-huh. similar we are in personalities. It's scary. Right. Never okay. met the guy in person, but it's scary how how alike we are. Just he's probably like he's probably like a six, sixty year old grandma in real life. <laughs> no, he's he's a middle aged man he's like, like we are. He's so, catfishing you. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, Jason sends me feedback about our embarrassing moments episode. The one where we poop our pants. Yes, if you haven't listened okay. to that episode, go back and yeah, listen to that one because that is the be probably our funniest episode yeah, ever. Be forewarned. Go listen to it right now. And welcome back. Welcome back. So that's two in a row, man. That's two, like you're gonna break the record here. We'll, we'll try. We'll try. I don't know what the record is, but I think four. I think I got oh. four of them in once. All right. Anyway, uh, <laughs> here's Jason's comments. I love the last episode referring to embarrassing moments. Yeah. In the, in the late '90s, my buddy and I were at a bar in Cleveland. I had to mm. use the facilities, but I was at mm. a bar, so I decided to hold it off. No. He got. He got caught slapping the bouncer's girlfriend's butt at the bar. That's never not a good choice. Yes, any girlfriend's butt is not yours. Any is not a good choice, but definitely not the bouncer's. Right. I see him get tackled from the corner of my eye. I jumped on top of the bouncer to get him off my buddy. Another four bouncers carry me out like a Christmas tree and throw me mm-hmm. into the street. Mm-hmm. In, all, mm-hmm. in all of the excitement, I ended up soiling myself real bad. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. I'm sure those security guys didn't really enjoy yeah, that all say, that much did you either. So- at least, did you soil yourself while you were being carried? Or did it happen after you got thrown? Oh, man. I've got a that couple. That would be my question. We'll have to do a follow-up with oh, it. Oh, that's, that's, that would be horrible. That's, that's a problem. And yeah. who is driving? Who who's going to want him in his car in their car after that? Well, they're going to have to take a Uber. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the '90s. Uber didn't exist. Yeah, that's true. They take a cab. <laughs> Cabbies don't care. That's true. They just all their all their seats are made out of like naga hides. So they just. That's... My dad owned a cab company for a very short period of time when I was a kid. Yeah. And he said they used to bring him in at night, open both back doors, and just Spray hose him. out the back seat, and like all kinds of stuff would fall out, like oh, false teeth so and like just everything. So yeah, yeah. So gross. Your dad's yeah. got some stories. We got to have oh, him on the show. Oh my good, yeah. 
Yeah, he's got yeah, he's got more stories. The, the more we talk about him, the more I'm convinced we yeah. gotta get him on All the right. show. I'll ask him. It's gonna that's a little dangerous for me though. Random <laughs> random stories with Stan. That's what yeah. we need to call it. All right, that's dangerous for me because he's got stories about me that that's, I don't know. No, that's good. Yeah. That's good. I that's suppose good everybody stuff. now knows that I've pooped myself as an adult twice. Right. So what could possibly be worse than that, right? That's true. <laughs> Before we get into our topic, I want yeah. to play a promo of another show from our Titan Cast family. Yeah. Uh, we've got several different shows out there and some exciting news where the team is expanding beyond just the podcasting arm of the business uh, yeah. into the Titan Media Collective. What's it called? Titan Media Collective. Yes. Yep. Yep. And inv- involved in a lot of different content creators in yeah, they just Twitchers a, and YouTubers. They just you, signed a Twitch. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember her name. A- Allie over Allison or something yeah, like that. Yep, something like that. Yep, yeah. Yep. She's so, funny. Exciting stuff. The parent parent corporation of our podcast network is expanding and growing. Yep. So it's exciting stuff. So so we, we've promoted this podcast before. This is actually the founder of our network and his counterpart, Kelly, who is probably the brains of the operation. <laughs> Definitely the brains of the operation. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. So... Uh, it's Damn Nick, it, Nick. Nick! Nick and Kelly, and their show is <laughs> called I Love the Internet. And here yes. is their promo. Hello, everyone. This is Kelly, an internet rabbit hole enthusiast. And I'm Nick Bros, former host of It Could Be Worse, the podcast, and longtime fan of the internet. We are I Love the Internet, two cross-country friends that met on the web exploring all the corners of the internet that you'd never have the time to find. Yep, and we're going to be talking about the best and the worst parts of the internet. The things we love, the things we hate. And things that make us wonder where the last three hours went. And guess what? You can find us on Apple, Spotify, and anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at I Love the Internet Podcast or visit our page on the Titancast Network website at TitancastNetwork.com where you can find our show and a whole lineup of other amazing podcasts. And then please send us all of your internet related stories and findings to I Love the Internet Podcast at gmail.com. Got anything else? That's it. Good. And that's enough internet for today. All right, so that's Kelly and I Nick. love the internet. I love the internet. Available where podcasts are found. And Kelly is also has the distinction of being in the first batch of our t-shirt purchasers. Yes. And she she actually sent us, she was one of the two that sent so us pictures of wearing it. So she's a de facto Two Beards Please she's t-shirt model. A model, yes. She's a t-shirt <laughs> model. So check out their show. It's pretty good. Let's get into our uh, topic for this episode. Yeah. Behind the bar. Stories from behind the bar. Yeah, I, we were both bartenders in we previous were. life. I actually pulled from two different stories. So I right. pulled behind the bar, yep. and I also pulled bouncer stories. I've got some, yep. you know, kind of working in a bar stories. So sure, I have a few bouncer stories a, from a, when I was in college, but we covered of most of them. When I worked as a bartender, I only worked at one place. I did it for about a year, and it was at a I'm going to call it a higher end, not exactly a supper club, but it's uh, a restaurant where they did. Like Sunday brunch and dinners, yeah. uh, and it was fairly high end place in in Mequon. It was mostly restaurant only, but it had it was basically a restaurant with a bar. So their their primary focus was selling food. However, we also did 
you know, parties and weddings and things like that. So, you know, not a huge bar, but a, a yeah. decent, decent yeah, yeah. sized bar. And you also tended bar at a restaurant. I did at a restaurant. Both, actually, both of the places I tended bar were technically restaurants, but one was more restaurant focused and one was probably 50 50. So it'll make sense when I talk about it. Okay. My first story involves a guy, and this was a regular occurrence. This was back when you could still smoke in the bar. Sure. Um, this was, I think our uh, the restaurant floor was non-smoking, but mm-hmm. you could come out and, and smoke in the bar. So I would give people a hard time. They'd come out to smoke. I'm like, oh, you got to get a, get that good food taste out of your mouth, right? Right. And, yeah. you know, you have a little banter back and forth. Usually they'd be cool about it and we talk yeah. and yeah yeah uh this one guy comes in and says i've got the answers for everything why don't you you know just ask and the guy i was working oh. with says what are the little plastic tips on the end of a end of your shoelace called and the guy goes uh-huh. you are in my industry i know exactly what those are called those are called <laughs> <laughs> so I'm i have feeling to be... that was his answer to everything so <laughs> So we're we're t- uh, obviously it was a joke. I, they're they're called yeah, yeah. something else. I, egglets, I think, is is the actual terminology that's well, used. Well, someone tell us in the comments what the actual, <coughs> what the actual terminology is. Someone will know. But we're talking with this guy, and then he leaves us a business card after he tips us, and he, uh, he walks out, and it, this guy ends up being literally the CEO of a fairly major shoe store in the Wisconsin area. I don't remember mm-hmm. the exact name of it, but I remember at the time it was it was a pretty big store. There was more. Yeah. It was a franchise store. There was more than one, and he was the CEO sure. of the store. So hmm. he did the random shoelace question. He did actually know. <laughs> he did actually know, but he decided to joke around with it. But yeah, That's he gave fun. us like uh, a discount card. That's what he gave us uh, nice. to, to for like twenty percent off a purchase did at they the carry store. Shoes for huge feet like yours? Um, I don't know if they Remember? did at the time. No, I don't know. So what was? So, did you want to name the place you bartended at? Uh, it's not open anymore. It's called Boaters. Yeah. Boaters. It, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's they've been closed for quite some time. Kind Both of, of the places I bartended at are closed. I don't think it has anything to do with me, but <laughs> I guess the jury's still probably. Up. <laughs> I probably. Gave sto- I gave away so many free drinks that <laughs> they had to close the stores down. I've got a so story first, about free drinks, but go ahead. Yeah, the first bar, first place I bartended was called the Prime Quarter. And there might be still a few prime quarters in the state open, but um, this was prime quarter. If you don't know, is the place where you would go in and like they had coolers full of cut steaks, and you would choose your steak, and then there was a huge like charcoal pit grill in the middle of the restaurant that you yeah. would grill your own steak. Oh, such a great place! Right, and the you know salad and big huge Texas toast, and you you know potatoes and, the, and yeah, yeah. And the steak was like amazing. The meat like, was really. A fat guy really dream. Good. I think we talked yeah, about kinda, this in. I think we talked about this in our crummy jobs episode. Yeah, I think bit. so too. I think so too. Like, yeah, I used to. If you worked like a shift, you could get a free steak. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I actually started my bartending career there with my friend Ben, um, who was bartending there, and he got me the job. The other place I bartended at was this pizza place called Sarios, which was in Jackson, and it was a pizza like you know pizza restaurant with other food and then the bar. And I got hired as a bartender, and then, you know, we would always did some wait staff type stuff, too. So those are the two places that um, 
I was employed as a bartender. One of my favorite stories from the prime quarter is my friend Ben, who we always got the good shifts. We were, I, I, you know, not to toot my own horn, but we were probably the best two bartenders oh, there. Toot it, buddy. So I'm going to toot my own horn. So we got toot, all the toot. really, we got all the good shifts, right? The yeah. Friday night, Saturday night shift where one of us would open and the other one would close. Or we got all the great holidays like Mother's Day valentine's day you know all the holidays the, were the the high tip holidays the yep. high tip hot where the place was packed yeah. and the bar made drinks for the bar which was separated a little bit from the restaurant but we also made all the drinks for the restaurant so yep. there was a the, the same the as end of the place. bar yep. yep had a station, the station staff and they'd come staff and put station, their, yep. because ben and i spent most of our <laughs> life at the bar we worked thursday friday saturday and holidays both of our wives we're pregnant with our first kids, so it was Emma for me and John for my friend Ben. We had a baby shower at the bar. <laughs> of course you did. Like on a Friday this is night. Wisconsin. Of course right. you did. Right. So our pregnant wives show up and are drinking Shirley Temples and the wait staff and bar staff set up a section a corner of the bar and all the regulars brought in gifts and we had this big we had like a, a little legit baby shower at the bar that's it was great awesome. and then when the kids were born you know the wives would come and bring the kids to the bar and show them off to the regulars and it was really fun it was like for being like a franchise restaurant kind of corporate type of thing it was really a fun little family of people like between yeah. the wait staff and the bar staff and i think that's pretty common in the service industry you yep. get you get that family feel with the group that you end up working with yeah so a it was a really cases. fun job there was moments, but that was my that was one of my best memories of bartending was having our baby shower with my friend Ben at the bar. I think that was pretty unique. I don't know that, of anybody <laughs> else that's had a baby shower at the bar. Well, <laughs> I've been to a baptism at a bar. Well, that's yeah. <laughs> but I mean that seems never way a baby more shower. In Wisconsin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, what do you got next? I mentioned at this place that I worked at, we did a lot of weddings and uh, there's a yep. lot of, you know, Saturday afternoon into Saturday evening weddings type of a thing. And I remember one day it, it was just two of us tending bar that day and it was crazy busy. We weren't exactly shot in a beer type of a bar i mean this is a sure. place where we had mixed drinks you know mixers uh single yep. malts you know yep. things like that more of the high-end type approach yep. to drinks and whatnot but this wedding wanted to do shots and they asked me what i had available and i pointed to the the top to the wall of, behind you yeah, exactly yeah. exactly all of that yeah. <laughs> that was my favorite so, question what do you guys have well, did you see all the bottles behind me? Any of those would be fine yeah. to choose from. What do so, we have? So, so it's they, like we have secret bottles stuck somewhere where you can't see them. They, we want to sell you everything. Yeah. So they decided they wanted to do shots of Jaeger. Oh, and that this, never turns out well. It, it wasn't, it wasn't, this was at the time. So again, this was back in the mid to early 90s. Yeah. I would say, yeah, 93, 94, that time yep. frame. And we were getting $4 a shot for Jaeger because it was sure. considered a top shelf drink. And a bottle of Jaeger at the time was probably around 20 bucks. And this was before <laughs> the Jaeger and the Red Bull. Yeah. Jaeger way, bomb craze. Way before right? the Jaeger bomb yeah. craze. Yeah yeah. 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 And so they were doing just straight shots of Jaeger. I ended up yeah. selling. 
I ended up selling like two and a half bottles of Jaeger oh, at four dollars. Four dollars a shot? Yeah. You made the restaurant's entire oh, budget. That my boss was so happy. Yeah. He was so happy. <laughs> I, I think. Uh, well, so that evening, I was cashing out the till, and I think it was like twenty bucks short or something like that. And yeah. normally that's a problem, but sure. my 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 boss Fred looked at the at the uh, <laughs> the sales at the sales, and we were <laughs> yeah. literally almost a thousand dollar bar sale for that night. And he was like, "Who cares? Who gives a <laughs> every twenty bucks short? Never mind." <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah, it was probably, he said it was probably the best evening that they had in the year I worked there or for for several years prior to that. So, but yeah, I think a lot of it came down to me selling $4. Yeah, I can remember, like you said, when smoking was allowed in the bar, but not the restaurant. Yep. And, you know, having to like have that special trash can for ashtray dumping that was away, far away from everything else. Yep. I can remember when Jaeger bombs, when Red Bull became a thing, and then Jaeger and Red Bull became a huge thing, and then uh, vodka and Red Bull became yeah. a huge thing. I can remember that transition. Well, because it offsets we, each other, and you just keep right. Drinking. We had to like literally. I can remember so many nights where we had to send the runner out to a store to buy more <laughs> Red Bull because we didn't have enough in house. You know, that's yeah. That's how old we are. Yeah, that's how old we are. The other great story I have, I mean, there's lots of stories that I remember from the prime quarter and from Sarios of like getting that guy in and maybe you lose track between you and your, your partner at the bar and maybe you serve him a couple too many and they, or they came in drunk and you didn't notice and you served them a couple and then it was real obvious that they shouldn't be drinking anymore. Shouldn't be drinking (laughs) anymore and you had to 86 them or you had to call a cab or like the table be, be next to us last night was a little bit older. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe one too many. Yeah. Um, I mean, I only, I can only remember having to call the cops on somebody a couple times. I've never um, had to do that. The, you know, the hard part is, and I don't know that people realize this, but if I'm serving somebody and they go out and get in an accident and I overserved them, then I can be liable. Right. You know? Yeah. As a bartender. And so, you know, we were taught to be real conscious of that. To serve liquor, you had to be... At that time, you had to be 18 and have someone licensed on property. Right. I don't know if it's still that way, but, you know, we were, Ben and I were considerably older than, like, the hostesses and the wait, a lot of the wait staff. So we were sort of called on to be the bouncers as well if things got a little out of hand. Yeah. Or and, the customer needed to be talked to or And whatever. you were both pretty big guys, too. Yeah, so. right. Exactly. Exactly. So I can remember a lot of those type of stories, but those are pretty typical bar stories, you know. Tips are usually lower in a restaurant bar, right? Because right. people are tipping their wait staff and they come to the bar for a drink and don't tip you, all those kind of stories. So speaking of that, you remember working, you ever have wait staff where they didn't tip you out appropriately? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So typically in a yep. bar restaurant setting, the wait staff, because they're tipped at the table and they're yeah, running and drinks from the, the bar... Drinks. Right. They're supposed to give a portion of their tips yep. to the bartenders uh, in order to, and of course, there's, they want to keep all their tips and sure, I, I, I can at, understand that, but at, still at the same time, right? <laughs> at the point I was working, I was this young, you know, twenty one year old, twenty two year old kid, yeah, and all the wait staff that was there was significantly older than they had oh, so a, an established like wait staff. Yeah, yeah exactly. You were the I was of my the situation. reverse, right. and. I wasn't comfortable confronting them with, sure. with it, sure. you know, 
at the time, now I would have no problem saying, listen, right. you should. <laughs> what the? All right, yeah, well. we used to, yeah, we used to get tipped out in little envelopes. Um, yeah. You know, little tiny envelopes. The waste staff would just put in whatever percentage they thought was appropriate. And then at the next day we'd come in and we'd get handed the envelope and we'd have to sign for it. We could see what the number was. Yeah. And so there are plenty of times where someone would come up to get a drink order and I'd be like, take the next one in, in line, you know, <laughs> and be like, yeah, I wonder what you're going to tip me out tonight. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. kind of that kind of thing. Well, but I we were it, always, it was supposed we were to always be, really nice. It was supposed to, to be 10%. Staff. It was supposed yeah. to be 10% of their tips would right. go to, to the bar. And we would split it at the bar. Obviously, if we had more than one person yep. on, we would split it yep. all. And there were times when I'd get like one or two dollars in yeah. an envelope, like you said, and it, yeah. which was, of course, utter crap because you know right. they know they made more than ten. They bucks made more than night. ten to twenty dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it, it, relatively speaking, we we all got along really well, so there was really low incidence of that for me at least. So the the um, the, the ones that did tip well or tip us out well they got treated well by the bar at the end of the night so i i don't know if this would happen in in your place or not but at the end of the night at boaters as the wait staff got cut they'd come and sit in the the bar bar and hang out for a drink and yep of course one of the big ones that they ordered at our place was long island iced teas sure because it had five different shots of liquor in it yeah Yeah. (laughs) every white alcohol that's behind the bar goes in there yeah yeah and of course, for for the 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 ones that you know I liked and tipped me well tipped and well. treated me well, I'd make them pretty strong. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just a much, little splash of coke for color. Much bigger glasses than the <laughs> right. other ones would get. Right. So yeah, right. it was uh, that was a lot of fun. So that rolls right into my other story with the prime quarter. Is that happened every night at the prime quarter because the restaurant would close before the bar. Yeah, we could still take customers at the bar even though the restaurant was closed and i think the reason they did that was because it took a lot longer to clean the restaurant right at the end of the night than it did the bar right so um so all the wait staff would then come to the bar for like the end of the night and use their tips to you know buy drinks and tip us and and the other thing we used to do all the time is we would play bar dice with the wait staff we weren't allowed to play any game, any bar game, dice games with customers. We weren't allowed to drink with customers, but we could play bar, you know, as long as the customers weren't there or they were regulars that didn't really care. Right. We played bar dice with wait staff. And so if you have never played bar dice, it's five dice. You put like a dollar in the pot and then you bet essentially on, you know, how many you can get in the lowest amount of rolls essentially is what it is. Yeah. You're trying well, to shake for, shake for a Yahtzee essentially. Yeah, right. essentially. And the, but you want to get, like, yeah, the highest number and the lowest amount of rolls. Look it up. You'll be, go on the Google yeah. machine. They'll teach <laughs> yeah. you how to play it. And which, so let me pause for a minute here. Yeah. It's shocking that they wouldn't let you do that because that is such a quintessential part of the Wisconsin bar yes. experience. Well, see, this was like trying to be high-class restaurant <laughs> steakhouse, which it, it, it never was. It wasn't. But, it was, I've right. been there, and it wasn't right. high You had end. to grill your own food, for right. crying out loud. It, and it, n- <laughs> nothing about that restaurant screamed high-end. I mean, the no. food was great, and the, yeah. Yeah, the service was good, but it wasn't, I wouldn't It was consider... a pretty typical Wisconsin steakhouse, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, anyway, so... The wait staff would always come up, and they'd end up having to break five dollar bills or ten dollar bills to get dollar bills for dice. 
And so at the end of oh, my, our shift. this is why shift, you got fired, wasn't yes, it? Yes, <laughs> this is. I've probably told this story. At the end of our shift, I'd have like 15 or 16 no sales because I'd have to open the till to change out right. five and ten dollar bills. And then one night, whatever, I changed out 15 no sales. And I got next day, I came in and they called me to the office and fired me for for even though my drawer was perfect. Yeah. They fired me for stealing because they they thought that I took all the money and just hit no sale instead of and put it in the tip jar instead of because that was that was like the tell right you could hit no sale and the drawer would shoot open and the camera would see the drawer open but then you could just put the money in your tip jar right so yeah that's so I got fired for and the funny thing is the lady that fired me was there the night before changing out bills and playing doing the bar same dice. same thing yeah yeah so yeah. it's so like. If you want to hear this whole story, go back and oh, listen to it. Oh, here we go. Yeah. What what episode is that? It was Crummy Jobs. Yeah. Yep. Go back and go listen to Go back and listen now. Right now. All right. Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We're going for the record. Yes. <laughs> so that those are my prime quarter stories. I have a few Sario stories, but do you have any stories, any other bartending stories? I do. I've got uh, a couple more here. Um, okay. Have you ever gotten into a political discussion at the bar? No, I made very, very sure that I did not. Much like we don't get into political discussions on this podcast, I made very sure that I did not get into political discussions behind the bar. Well, I had a guy uh, at one point that was dead set on quizzing me about where I stood politically. Oh, and I would have just bought him a shot and told him to shut up and drink. <laughs> that was always my... You well, know what? I'll buy you a shot if you stop talking about politics. So that always. So worked. here's the thing: I talked with them, and he tipped me really well. Well, uh, yeah, after, and they tip you really so. well, and they when you buy him a shot too. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think this was during a wedding. He was there. He was sitting at the bar. He may have been one of the guys doing the Jaeger shots too. Well, uh, that but, would explain it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, <laughs> we, we were we were talking, and he was. Um, all right, I, we're I don't not going to get, get into, into that on this no, podcast. Don't want to get into politics, but we we were talking. He was asking me questions, and yeah. he asked he asked me something about a group that I didn't know anything about. And sure. he's like, "What do you feel about this group?" I'm like, "Well, to be honest with you, I don't know much about it, so I really can't answer that question." It's like, "That's a great great response. I I can appreciate that response." So, uh, but our conversation went on for probably a half an hour or so. All right. We were sitting there at the bar, back and forth on this as I'm making drinks for other people. Yep. Kept coming back and shooting the breeze with him because, yep. let's be honest, part of the part of the job as attending bar is developing rapport yes. and having those conversations. So they tip you better. That's Absolutely. how the tips come. Yeah, and I yep. remember he did tip me. He gave me a twenty dollar tip at the end nice. of the night. So. Not that I was going tip. for that necessarily. Yeah, especially but you were because that's what tips right. your job. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. But especially back then at that at that time, right? You know, right. in mid nineties, twenty dollar tip is huge. That's a huge tip for ten and bar. Right, right. Yeah. So, yeah, but yeah, it, it was it was an interesting interesting conversation for sure. I I was really good at engaging a conversation. And continuing conversation without actually saying anything about me—that <laughs> was my specialty. So kind of like the show. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's why the show is so good. <laughs> I've developed my skill, right? I, you know, I could passively agree or disagree and make the customer feel like they won some point or made yeah. some ground, you know, and then I would get a bigger tip. That didn't happen a lot at the prime quarter. 
because of we weren't allowed to drink with the customer. Like we had some regulars that we would banter with because they came every week. Yeah. But for the most part, it was just serve them a drink and then not talk to them. Well, and it was a lot a little, of people. Little different there too because of the the main purpose of that was the restaurant. Restaurant. And so a lot of people would come to the bar, get a drink. It'd be and like go back to their seats. Five too. minutes at the bar. Yeah, it's not right. like you're sitting there. Or they're Whereas, waiting for a table. Right. Right. Whereas so they'll the, drink at the bar, wait for a table. The other place you worked at was a bar that also served food. Right? Yeah. So it had a restaurant portion, but it was smaller. The bar was the main draw. Um, especially at the end of the night. Like the the restaurant yeah. was like a really good like they had great pizza. Early dinner. They had pizza and yeah. stuff like that. But the bar was like the main attraction for the night. Right. right. And so it was a much more loose atmosphere. We could you know, buy the customers a shot and we would take one with them. And it was a lot, a lot more fun, a lot in bigger tips because of that. And so that's where like, you know, you really engage with customers. You, right. you get relationships with customers. It's a small town. You would see these people like out and about and you'd yeah. be like, Hey, I'll see you on Thursday night. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. People I'll have one regulars. ready for you. And it, yeah. again, it was because it was a bar. People went there for the bar. Yep. yep. In addition to the food. So, and and you would you would get to know people, so you you know you would have their drink ready for them when sure. they got there. And I also like drank there as a customer, so I was teaching at the time, and so I'd go there on the weekends during like the supper rush before I bartended, and would grade papers at the bar, and then I would, and then I would go <laughs> and bartend after half when my shift started. So it was a it was a really fun place. The guy who ran the bar was really fun. It was a really like it was kind of like a small town bar, so everybody yeah. like a cheers type of situation, you know. Yep. With with food, <laughs> yeah, essentially. Right. <laughs> yeah, I remember we've been there. We had gone there many many times. Oh, yeah. When you were working yep. and when you're not, I mean, it was great. Yep. Great food, great pizza, and like yep. you said, a great atmosphere to be in. So. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. All right, you got any more bar stories before you get into your bouncer stories? I've got one more, and this right, actually got? involves you and and oh, Marsha. No. This oh, is no. when you remember when the four of us uh, we double dated for I think it was a winter formal, yeah, and it was actually held at Boaters at the restaurant, yeah, 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 yeah. that yeah, I, I attended that. bar at when I when it was announced that okay, this is going to be at Boaters. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is going to be great. Because I knew everybody. I knew all the you yep. know, the wait staff, you know, the, the, the owners, owners yeah. the, the the bar manager. He, we had just hired a new bar manager who, <laughs> yeah. you know, really we, I got along with. So the whole night I was getting free drinks for Lynn and myself. I don't remember yep. if I got you guys a round or two or not. Probably. But, Probably. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The, the, this is kind of goes in line with your, your whole uh, party situation where as a college kid that – uh, is broke, <laughs> yeah, and and wanting to you know treat treat his girlfriend and friends well, having exposure or having access to free drinks at a place yes. that you work is a great great yeah. uh, perk. <laughs> Definitely, I don't remember a lot about that night. That's probably why. <laughs> oh, I've got I've got pictures somewhere. I think I've got All pictures right. of us doing the butter dance somewhere. Oh no! <laughs> don't look oh. that up. Let's I'll, not put those on social media. I think I'm going to. If I find I, those, they're I going. Figured out. you would. <laughs> I only have really one bouncer story, and I'm. I think I've covered it in another episode, but it's when I was in grad school. Oh yeah. Yeah, a friend of ours owned the bar, and all the you know the creative English versus math department. Yeah. 
Yeah, and so we would always bounce for the sorority fraternity mixers. Yeah. And we'd let them get all drunk and stupid and kick them out and then just drink. For yeah. The, for the rest yep. of the night. Yeah. Yeah. So I've got two uh, two that come to mind. I've got others that, that I've done. I've I worked, you know, concerts and beer gardens yeah. and all yeah. kinds of different bars and stuff. Uh, I, I worked at uh, the Underground down in Milwaukee yep. near the Marquette campus for quite some time. That was, yeah. that was fun working down there. The thing, the two stories that really stand out at me were at beer gardens. One was in Jackson, I believe, and one was in Mequon, Thienesville. I was working okay. like summer festivals. So it wasn't exactly behind the bar, but it was in yeah. relationship to the bar at this place. So Jackson, I don't remember Jackson ever having a beer festival. Action in Jackson. It was. Uh, oh, yes. It, yeah, yes, the, yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. So. The, I'll start with that one. So we were there, right. and my job was, you know, watching people coming in and carting people if they sure. looked, you know, underage if they or were 12. if it was close. Yeah. So yeah, this one it was actually three people that came in, two women and and a, and a man, and they looked kind of young. I mean, the one one woman looked a little bit older, but I I decided okay, well I'm gonna cart all three of you. Yeah. So I carted the first two, and they're in their you know early twenties and. I, I asked to see the third, the, the, the woman's ID and she looked at me just incredulously and I'm like, <laughs> like yeah, I see your ID. Yeah, She's like, you are you kidding? I'm like, yeah, no, I need to see your ID. And the, the other two are start laughing at this point. Yeah. And, it's like their mom, right? Or something. Right. It ended up being yeah. their mom yeah. who was 54. You made her day, man. <laughs> you made her whole week. So. So I'm sure she got crap about that, but oh man, it, it I'm was... sure she felt the best she'd felt in years. <laughs> well, she looked young, and uh, yeah. she probably was 21, but she was with two, a younger, obviously right. younger people that right. that yep. yeah. So those interactions typically went one of two ways: they were either happy that I was carting them, or right. they're extremely irritated. Uh, and usually, it's the people that were, you know. 20 just turned 21 that were pissed that i'm yeah asking for their id you know it's like really right knock it off (laughs) well i'm sure yeah and you know those are the ones you're gonna card first right right? yeah you you remember what you were like when you were 21 right (laughs) yeah yeah yep it makes sense or or the other the other ones that that drove me nuts were the people that would thank me for carding them and they were just like 23 or 24 like yeah. oh yeah I'm, I'm, this is... yeah you're so old yeah, <laughs> yeah. shut yeah. up <laughs> yeah the other one the other story I had is from the Mequon Thienesville it was I think their fireman's picnic mm-hmm. or something like that and I was again at the at the beer tent and my job was mm-hmm. carting people coming in and making sure people didn't leave the fenced in area with their beer. Sure. With beer, right. Uh, they didn't want it wandering around the park. You had to drink it yep. in the in the fenced in area where the beer tent was. Well, of course, I think I was probably nineteen or twenty at the time I was doing yeah. this. Yeah. And so I'm not not even legally old enough to drink. Right. Right. And this kid, this guy, he was probably Again, 21, 22. This is why you get carded at 21, 22. He was giving me nothing but a hard time. He wanted to leave with his beer. He had like a whole pitcher of beer. He had a whole pitcher of beer. And he was like giving me crap the whole time. Like, what what would you do if I came out of this? I said, well, I'd hold you down and call the cops over and you'd get arrested and you'd leave in handcuffs. (laughs) Yeah. 
I'd 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 stop you. Look at me. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, you know at the time I'm six three, two hundred and sixty right. pounds, and not, not somebody let's, you'd want to mess let's with. Let's just say yeah. you were intimidating. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. And, and yeah, so he just, he was drunk enough that he just couldn't shut up. Sure. He just kept going at it. Yep, 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 yep. And one of the big things he kept coming back to is, I'm probably older than you are. I'm like, well, it doesn't matter. Like, no, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you probably are, sir. But yeah. here's the thing. You're not leaving with the beer. Yeah. <laughs> you can dump it or drink it, but you're not taking it with you. Get over it. You can take the glass, <laughs> you can take the cup with you if it's empty, but you're not taking the beer. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. And it, it, right? eventually he gave up and wandered back in and, I don't know, found some friends or whatever. But, yeah, he was. Or found some, some other way out, but whatever. It wasn't on your watch anymore. Right. Yeah. So that that really only happened once. Usually people are pretty good about it. But this yeah. guy somehow got a bug up his butt about wanting to take his beer out. And I'm like, no. Yeah, they're uh, beer equals bravery a lot of the right. times, right? Yeah, beer strength or beer beer bravado yeah i always found that beer bravado didn't work when you were way bigger than the person that had all the beer <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> i was still stronger than them i don't know what happened <laughs> i still was able to kick them out of the bar yeah yep yeah weird all right that's all i have man that's all i got not i mean you know i i tried to rack my brain with like trying to find like crazy behind the bar stories or like well let's be honest neither of us worked at roadhouse or no cocktail no. where we're spinning bottles yeah, and doing right. crazy stuff I mean, like that all of my i would say 99 percent of my memories of both the places i worked are like really fun yeah great people you know yep. lots of fun lots of you know joking around and screwing around and being a little nutty really good times i had a lot of fun and i i'm assuming you did too i didn't make i didn't make enough to make a living right bartending but i made pretty good money especially on those those holiday and weekend shifts yeah um, yep you'd come home come home with a saturday night with a few hundred dollars in your pocket in cash that's a pretty good day yeah yep so that's it that's it well thank you everybody for listening we appreciate all you listeners who uh, not Josh. only listen, but share. <laughs> even Josh. We, yeah. we even appreciate Josh. Uh, oh, yeah, we do. I mean, yeah. Okay, yeah. I yeah, guess. Yeah, I guess. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you want to point somebody in our direction, uh, yes. send, them, send them to our website, twobeardsplease.com. We've got yep. links to not only the shows, uh, but archive shows. and Archive show, current our, and past episodes. Our social media is out there as well. Yeah, so Which, we're on uh, what? Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. TikTok, TikTok. Still, even though we're not active posters, and by we I mean Nate, <laughs> we are still there. We still maintain a presence, and by we again I mean. <laughs> yeah. Now all of our social media is at Two Beards Please. Yes. So check us out. Share with your friends and your enemies, I guess, if you want. Sure. We'll share um, with everybody. We yeah. The, the best thing the best thing you can do for us, though, is listen and then tell somebody how much fun it is to listen and get them to listen. So um, word of mouth 
and uh, just sharing us with people. Or if you hate the show, if you hate the show, just share the pain. Yeah, you can share the pain. I mean, get them to listen to the terrible, (laughs) awful thing that is two beers, please. Either way, (laughs) you're listening, and we're happy. All right. Uh, so we, we also got all have a that. Phone we got a phone number. Yeah. What's our two, phone number, Nate? 262-345-7076. Oh, geez. I got my crayon halfway out. <laughs> all right. All right. Ready? Ready? Go. 262-345-7076. Thanks, everybody. Be good to each other. Be kind. Wash your hands. Wear a mask. Get the vaccine if you're so inclined. Yep. Be, Be good to each nice other. to each other. Please. All right. Thanks, everybody. See ya. Bye. That was a Titan Cast episode.